Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I am so thankful to be your host. We're on Season 25, Podcast 12. We try to have 36 podcasts per season. So, I can't do the math in my head. But we're up near a 1,000 <laughs> podcasts. Hey, check them out. They're short for the most part. We're going to be looking at a fascinating biblical proof article today from baslibrary.org. That's baslibrary.org. And it's archaeology confirms 50 real people in the Bible. And this comes from the Biblical Archaeology Review, Lawrence Makutik. And so, <clears throat> let's get started again. Thanks for being here. How many is a popular feature in each issue of BAR? In effect, this article is an extended example of how many. How many people in the Hebrew Bible have been confirmed archaeologically? Now, this is uh, Old Testament, obviously. The startling answer is at least 50. Let's start with the Hebrew kings. According to the Bible, David ruled in the 10th century B.C. using the traditional chronology. Until 1993, however, the personal name David had never appeared in the archaeological record, let alone a reference to King David. That led some scholars to doubt his very existence. According to this speculation, David was either a shadowy, perhaps mythical ancestor, or a literary creation of later biblical authors and editors. 93, however, the now famous Tel Dan inscription was found. Actually, it was a team surveyor, Gila Cook, who noticed the inscription on a basalt stone in a secondary use in the lower part of the wall. Written in 9th century BC Aramaic, it was part of a victory stele commissioned by a non-Israelite king, mentioning his victory over the king of Israel in the house of David. Now, some say in another uh, steel that House of David is mentioned and they've just kind of discovered it. It's been there for decades, not over a century. But anyhow, conclusive proof for David. Hezekiah is somebody else. According to the Bible, this 8th century B.C. king of Judah did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Among other things, he's credited today with building the tunnel still called Hezekiah's Tunnel. Jerusalem did not fall, but Judah thereafter became a vassal of the Assyrian king. Like David, Hezekiah is mentioned not in royal inscription of his own, but in one written by an enemy. Hezekiah is recorded in a cuneiform inscription known as Sennacherib's Prism. Sennacherib here claims to have shut up Hezekiah and Jerusalem like a bird in a cage. I do want to make mention, I am skipping around this article. <laughs> I'm not reading it verbatim, making comments as we skip around. Did want to clarify that in case you're you found the article and you're like that's not what it said in verbatim. Well, I'm reading it verbatim, but skipping. Um, we we even have a carved picture of Sennacherib from his capture of Lachish on his way to besieging Jerusalem. So, in addition to David and Hezekiah, four other kings of Judah, Uzziah, Ahaz, Manasseh, and Jehoiakim, have been confirmed archaeologically. This is likewise true of the kings of the northern kingdom of Israel. Eight of them, eight, are mentioned in inscriptions. They include Ahab, who angrily called the prophet Elijah, thou troubler of Israel. Other kings of Israel have been confirmed archaeologically are Omri, Jehu, Joash, short for Jehoash, Jeroboam II, Menem, 
Pekah and Hoshea. As kings of Israel and Judah have been confirmed archaeologically, so have foreign monarchs. As I've already mentioned, the Assyrian monarch Sennacherib, but he's not the only Assyrian king so confirmed. In addition, we have inscriptions referring to Tiglath-Pileser III, Shalmaneser V, Sargon II, and Esarhaddon, all of whom are mentioned in the Bible. Both the Bible and archaeology record Babylonian monarchs from a time after the Babylonian kingdom eclipsed the Assyrians and even before. Of course, Nebuchadnezzar, actually known in archaeology as Nebuchadnezzar II, and more accurately spelled Nebuchadnezzar, some think he had a twin, it was he who destroyed Solomon's temple in 586 and exiled the Jews to Babylonian. Other Babylonian monarchs are Merodach Baladan II, evil Merodach, and Belshazzar. Belshazzar is featured in the book of Daniel. He, he of the famous Mini Mini Tikal Iparsan, sitting here looking at an Assyrian king with a wristwatch on. Some think it's an Iowa. I mean, it is fascinating. It's not, it's, but it sure looks like one. It's uh, pretty interesting. Anyhow, the Babylonian Empire gave way to the 6th century B.C. to that of the Persians. They were not exactly nice guys either. Cyrus II, Cyrus the Great, did issue his famous decree allowing, decree allowing the Jews to return to Jerusalem from their exile. The Cyrus Cylinder that granted the Jews royal permission is touring the United States whenever this was written, courtesy of the British Museum. Besides Cyrus the Great, four other well-known Persian monarchs mentioned in the Bible have been confirmed archaeologically. Darius I, Xerxes, Artaxerxes I, and Darius II. Xerxes plays an especially prominent role in the book of Esther, where he's called Ahasuerus. These two versions of the name, the first in Greek, the second in Hebrew, stem from the same original Persian name. Some of the newer English translations actually use Xerxes instead of Ahasuerus. And you see that in Daniel with Daniel's name, the three Hebrew fellows' names and all this. In the book of Esther, Xerxes' Jewish queen, Esther, Esther, confronts the king unbidden in order to save her people from evil. If I perish, I perish. Going back to an earlier period, scholars who doubt the historicity of Exodus also point to the fact that the Pharaoh of Exodus not identified. This is true, but a Pharaoh during Solomon's reign is identified. He is Shishak the first. Shishak in the Bible. of The Shishak redemption. No, I'm just joking. Um, other Pharaohs mentioned in the Bible in hieroglyphic inscriptions are Asorkan the fourth, whose name was abbreviated as So, Nico the second, and Hafra, whose name is also rendered as Apres. One of the Kushite Nubian rulers of Egypt and Kush was Taharka, called Terhaka in the Bible. The king of Moab has become famous, not so much because he is mentioned by name in the Bible only once, but primarily because the episode recounted from the Israelite point of view in the Bible is recorded as the Moabites saw it in the famous Misha stele. The Bible records how Israel's king Omri conquered Moab while the Misha stele, a three-foot-high black basalt stone that displays about 34 lines of writing, recounts how the Moabite king Misha liberated Moab from the Israelites. The Misha stele is now featured a featured display in the Louvre. Sometimes we have a king's son who never became king, such as Adrimelech, son of Sennemperech, slew his father, 
then fled. His brother S.R. Haddon became king. We also know a Dremelach from a cuneiform inscription, also known as cuneiform as well. Going down the Judite governmental ladder, we have a seal impression listing two men who are almost certainly named in the Bible. It's on a lump of clay called a bula that was used to seal official documents. Their names appear in the bula of Jeremiah, the son of Shaphan. This father's son show up in Jeremiah. And the father is almost certainly described in 2 Kings 22.3. This bula was discovered in the excavation of the oldest parts of Jerusalem, the city of David just a short distance from where the Bible depicts them at work. Other officials, Hilkiah, Azariah, Jehuchel, and Gedaliah have been pastor, also named both in the Bible and the city of David Boule. Discovered as recently as 2008. And some, at least 50, people mention the Bible have been confirmed in the archaeological record. And that's just the Old Testament. So, that's pretty interesting uh, it's got a wonderful table here, Northern Kingdom, Southern Kingdom, Assyria, Babylonia, Persia. So, uh, Aram, Damascus, Moab, Egypt. Yeah, you can trust your Bible, and I'm totally convinced. I pray you are too. So, God bless. We'll talk with you later. Thanks for being with us, and join us daily, and share with your friends, family, church family, Sunday school classes, whoever you think would benefit. Do check out our playlist, subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. It just helps people find us. So God bless you. We love you. Bye-bye.